Hey out there, mommy land. This is Mom Unfiltered. I am your host, Jacqueline. I am so glad that you are here with me today. Mom Unfiltered has gotten a small revamp. You will still get to hear the wonderful mom stories, but we will also be talking about some life stuff. So please don't forget to like, share, and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Also, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at MomUnfilteredCA. Now, it's time for our program. So, hey ladies, how's it going? It's good to see you. Happy New Year. And I know it's like February when this is going to come out, but yeah, Happy New Year because I hadn't talked to you in January. Um, So let's talk. Like uh, the last time we had my wonderful sister from another mister on and she just brought the fire. It was so good to hear from the confidence coach, Rachel.co. So I'm going to send a shout out to you, sis. Love you. Mwah. But um, now it's January and... um. I've been thinking and praying and just doing a lot of stuff, having some just mom conditions. And um, when I talk about mom conditions, I'm talking about like, you know, just being the wife, mother and um, trying to raise children. And so um, January came and my oldest daughter, who's 18, is in college and she finished her first semester. She said she got good grades. But she ain't showing me her grades, so I don't know. I don't know about her. So, but she says she's gotten good grades, and now she's apartment hunting with her um, classmates and 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 her current roommate. And so I'm just excited for her. I've been taking her driving, and so she's just learning things. And then I have my 13 year old. God bless her. She is just very strong-willed and if you have any strong-willed children this one will be 13 in May but um yeah she we allow her to say what's on her mind I just did not understand what that would look like with her when we allow our children to say what's on their minds we let them you know say what's on your mind it comes out very cruel and um It's very uncomfortable as a parent to hear a child talk to you in a certain way, but that's her way. That's how she talks. And so, you know, working through that. And then I have my um, out of the box child, as as you heard on my podcast before by Kim Rose Wilbanks, who um, has found a method to deal with children out of the box. And this one is just really... mm, this is my one that like gets underneath my skin. She's probably more like me than I than I would like her to be, but um, she's just my little mirror. And so um, it's rough and I'm just trying to teach her, just trying to teach her because she'll be 10 this year and I'm just trying to teach her the little nuances of life and what life is like. Um, what she is and that I am not is that she's very oblivious to everything surrounding her. Like she'll walk right into a pole. She doesn't pay attention to nothing. It's like, hey, <laughs> Elle, come on. 
good. So, you know, we're trying to not get her to run into people and places and things, but, um, she does. And so I'm just trying to help her with her life. And then my youngest son, my only son, um, I do have two stepsons, but this was my only one that I had. And he's just my little joy. He's very sweet and smart and he's getting his sister's smart mouth. He's seeing that, oh, wait, we get to talk like this? And he is just going for it. And so I have to teach him, okay, Zeke, that's not how we want to talk. We want to use kindness. And so that is like mom life. So for me, and in January, the children had, my children had three weeks off. Now I'm hearing some other parents had like two weeks with their children, but I got three. Come on, school system. <laughs> like it was good. It was good. So um we are just in a period of time where like God is just working in me and my husband. So we couldn't do a lot. Um like going out and stuff this year. Um, Christmas presents were were thoughtful. Like they only got three each and then they bought each other presents. But those presents were thoughtful. I got them something that they needed, something that they wanted and something that they all got the same. And so um, we got some really expensive big gifts this year but they were far and few, right? So um, the kids really enjoyed it this year. And so we had Christmas and, you know, they wanted to go places and I'm like, no, we're, we're, we're in a season where we're just gonna stay home and try to enjoy each other. Oh my goodness. Yeah, stay at home and try to enjoy each other. So yeah, they're arguing like cats and dogs and my middle daughter is tripping the youngest son and my oldest is, is, uh, just kicking people off the couches and, um, flipping out and everybody's, oh, and, and, and this is the thing. So my middle daughter, she does this to Zeke and his thing is, mom, she's flicking me off. <laughs> And I just crack up on the inside because I still have to be the authority. But I'm like, Zeke, okay, she's not flicking you off. And he's like, yeah, she is. And so now I have to go, Elle, stop flicking your brother off. And then she's like, I'm not flicking him off. And I was like, stop flicking your brother off. I'm not, I just put up this finger. I was like, well, putting up your ring finger is not the go back of putting up your middle finger. So we're not going to, we're not playing all that. So, uh, <laughs> that, that was my holiday. Um, and then we had a lot of church functions. You know, the church does a lot of stuff for the children during Christmas time. We danced, we sang carols. Um, we had a, a live action nativity and going to the children experience going to Bethlehem during the time of the census and, and got to experience those things and the little chatter and talk about, Ooh, the savior here, the savior's here. So that was really, really fun. And so now, boom, they're back in school and I got my life back. 
I still have one at home, so whatever. <laughs> but I got my life back. Um, my house is slowly, surely getting cleaned again because they just wrecked it. And I'm not, I don't go after. My children are too old for me to go after and clean up. So um, it'll stay a mess until they can clean up their own mess. Because I clean up after my husband and I. And um, they can clean after themselves. No, but no, seriously, they can't. So winter break is over and now everybody's back at school and I'm back to life and I'm like, okay, I haven't interacted with my girls and I don't know how long my, my mom. So, um, I wanted to tell you that I miss you. I miss you so much. I miss giving you content. I missed, um, um, just, just, uh, you know, interacting with you, but I am here and we're going to get this started again and this is going to be great. So, um, like I said, we'll be doing mom interviews still, but then I'm going to be on here, like running my mouth and talking to you and then you get to listen to me. <laughs> so, um, the kids are back at school and guess what? I decided to go back to school too. I want to get my bachelor's degree and my, um, Let's see, what who do I want to call it? My motivation for going back to get my bachelor's degree is that my 18-year-old is in college and I didn't want her to get her bachelor's degree before me. And the only thing that was holding me up was statistics. Now, if any of you moms ever taken statistics and you're not mathematically inclined, you get it. Like I've taken the class, like I've literally signed up for the class seven times. I've actually sat in the class um, halfway one time and withdrew with a W. And then the second time I, um, go pee, son, go pee. Well, this is mom unfiltered. I don't know why he asked me to go pee. The bathroom is right there. He gets to use it at his leisure. <laughs> and so then um, um, I took it and sat in it all the way to like, maybe close to the class ending and I dropped it and got an F. And then the last time I took it, I took it at summer session, which was six weeks and it was intense and I got a D and I was so excited I did cartwheels. I'm not like, I'm not even, I kid you not. But um, I was excited to get that D because statistics is so hard to me. But um, I didn't pass it to move on to go to a four-year college so I can get my bachelor's degree. So um, I changed my major and now I don't have to take statistics. I need to take a liberal arts math. So that's what I'm doing, taking liberal arts math. So guess what, moms? Guess what? Guess what? There's statistics in liberal arts math. Ugh. Sucks. Sucks, right? So whatever. Um, <laughs> math. And it has a little statistics in it, but it has a part that I understand. So I'm thinking I'm going to get an A in this one. Yeah. <laughs> so moms, um, I just want to encourage you to um, do what you need to do for you and do what you need to do for your family. And as you all know that um, mom unfiltered is based out of Proverbs 31. Um and I know that some of us women think that we can't be a Proverbs 31 woman and you absolutely can. It is possible because, you know, that was thousands of years ago, right? 
but we have to bring the scripture into the now. So I just want to dive in a little bit um, and talk about Proverbs 31. Proverbs 31. Um, let's talk about uh, Proverbs 31 and who it was inspired by. So we're talking about um, if you read like if you go into Psalms 31 1 excuse me Proverbs 31 1 so if you go into Proverbs 31 1 it says the sayings of King Lamel contain this message which his mother taught him so we kind of look at who is King Lamel. Who was King Lamel? I don't, I don't remember King Lamel. So when I went to study, I found out that King Lamel um, was a nickname that was given to Solomon by his mom, Bathsheba. And everybody knows the story of Bathsheba, I hope. But I'm going to, I've heard it a 50 million times. So I'm going to paraphrase and kind of go through and describe who Bathsheba was. But Bathsheba was this beautiful woman who lived in the area of the king's courts. Who, um, who was just gorgeous. She was flat out gorgeous. And her husband was like, worked for the king. He was one of the soldiers, like the main soldier for the king. And, um, they have this back, back then they have this area where they have to go out into an area to bathe. Now, unbeknownst to Bathsheba, like the king is supposed to be out on war, out going war, but saw, um, but David didn't do that. He wasn't going to war. Like, he was too much. Like, he was the bee's knees. He was all that and a plate and a bag of chips. So he decided he wasn't going with, with his guys. They were going to war. And unbeknownst to Bathsheba, she's going to go bathe. Ain't no man supposed to be around. Ain't no man supposed to be around. So He's watching her. Like he got her whole schedule timed and everything. He's watching and looking. He likes what he sees, so he sends for her. And basically, um, in our culture, we would say rape. But in her culture, she was doing a service to the kingdom, basically. She she had to sleep with him because he was a king. Like she could die or she could sleep with him. So she ended up getting pregnant and he ended up killing her husband and covering everything up and like his main um, advisor like read him the riot act basically and after her husband died he took her for the wife and then they had a child but that child died and they ended up having Solomon and Solomon ended up being the king so that's kind of the gist of it forgive me please charge it to my head and not my heart 
if I get the names wrong. <laughs> but um, I'm pretty sure it's David. I'm pretty sure it's Solomon. I'm pretty sure it's Bathsheba. Okay. Um, so here's a woman that was seduced by a king when she was already married and probably didn't want to be with him. Um, most women have, you know, a big head, but her husband was high up. So like she was already like snatched and all done up. She's a, she had a, she had a big decision to make. Now she could have saved her husband, the ridicule and everything by just going to her husband and saying, divorce me. Divorce me, throw me out in the street. Let me be some like leftover woman. Like I'll get on welfare. I'll just be, you know, out there. I don't, I don't want nothing from you. Just divorce me and we don't have to talk about it. You can go with your, um, you know, you can go with your valor. Um, you don't have to be embarrassed that your wife got pregnant and not by you. Please just divorce me. Or she, her husband could find out and they could stone her to death. So what I found out reading is that Bathsheba decided that she was going to take a chance and be stoned to death. Um, because she was not going to leave her husband. She loved him. And like, she would rather die. She would rather die. So, um, reading that and finding that out that she would rather be stoned to death and die than to divorce her husband because she loved him. I saw that she was a woman of valor. And, you know, I don't know about y'all church, but I grew up thinking Bathsheba was some kind of thought that she was one kind of, one of those chicks, like, I can take you. Like she had a Jezebel spirit or something like that, but she wasn't, she was a woman of valor. She was taken advantage of, she loved her husband and she'd rather die than leave him or be divorced from him. Cause she could have took the easy way out and been divorced and just been living lowly and, and, and not the way she, she was, but she didn't. And tragically her husband got killed and she ended up marrying King David, but she, um, she really took her position seriously. Um, she was a good mother. Um, she told him about the Proverbs 31 woman. So she, she taught her son. She taught Lamel. She taught him to not drink and not get drunk and just don't be sleeping with all kind of women and be a king. You know, she taught him that and speak up for the homeless and, and for the people that are lowly and, 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 and take care of your kingdom. She taught him that. And so, um, this proverb came out of what he saw and how he saw his mom carry herself and the things that she taught him. So the, so, um, 
Mom Unfiltered is um is based in Proverbs 31. So we're going to start and we're going to go into Proverbs 31:10 and it says, "Who can find a virtuous and capable wife? She is more precious than rubies." So listen to me, ladies. I had so much fun talking about this. I not I'm not a big Bible studier, but I really wanted to study this because I based mom unfiltered on Proverbs 31. And so I really wanted to study it. So, you know, I broke down everything. Who can find a virtuous and capable wife? She is more precious than Ruby. So who? Person of what? What is their origin? That's what who means. A origin, position, character of importance. Okay. So that's a who. Can. Able have the daily power right or qualifications so we've got a person of origin and position and we got rights and qualifications so finding find is a locale to attain or obtain or search so here is who is a man the capable person who is finding someone of importance with the rights and the qualifications they are searching they are putting an effort for that Virtuous, it's conforming to a moral and ethical principle, morally upright. So somebody that's doing right here, you got who? A man who is looking for, searching, putting in effort to find the right or qualified woman who is moral and excellent in her upright. And her principles. Wow. Also, she has to be capable. So capable is having power and ability, efficient and competent. So here you got who? A man who is um, searching, making an effort to look for a woman, the right or qualified woman with an upright moral character who is efficient and confident. Wow. And here's and precious. She's precious. Precious is highly esteemed and um, non-material, right? It's non-material and it has moral quality in it. Wow. Precious, highly esteemed moral quality. So you got who, you got a man who is looking for the person with the right qualifications. He's searching with effort, the right qualifications for a woman who is morally excellent and upright, competent, efficient, and able, who is non-material, moral quality, highly esteemed. And then I looked at what, what Ruby meant, which didn't mean anything to me. So what I looked at what a Ruby is and what I found out that a Ruby is more valuable than a diamond. So here you find, you have a man, he is making an effort, a search to find a woman 
who has upright moral character, who has capabilities, who is competent, who is has moral quality, highly esteemed, and more valuable than a diamond. Ladies, let me just tell you this. Whether you're married or not, every woman is more valuable than a diamond. I'm stop calling myself a diamond, honey. I am a ruby boo. I am a ruby. <laughs> like, really, stop calling yourself diamonds. And, and, and remember, we are royal priesthood. We are princesses of the most high king. Like, you are perfection to God. And whether you're married or not, I'm speaking, let, let me speak to the moms that you had a child, you're divorced, or you had one um, out of wedlock, and you're not married yet, or you're divorced, and that didn't work out. And honey, you are still perfect and beautiful and highly esteemed. You have to practice keeping yourself in that high esteem and that moral character because there is a man who is going to find you because you are highly esteemed, you're capable, you're competent. And you're more precious than the highest precious stone, which is not a diamond, it's a ruby. Yes. Look at God. So I just broke that down and I got so excited. I got absolutely excited about that when I read that. So who can find a virtuous woman? Well, hey, you know what? Anybody can find a virtuous woman. There's a lot of us out here, but to go on, and to say that she is more precious than rubies. You have to find her. She has to be virtuous. You can't just have virtue just by itself. Capable and precious than a ruby. So we're out there. We are. That's what we are. That's how God created us. So now that we know that, we just got to walk into it. You got to tell yourself every morning, I'm virtuous, I'm capable, and I'm more precious than rubies. And honey, let me tell you this too. And I'll, I'll put y'all on next week about what I got out of this. Just, just one verse, just one verse, 3110, what I got out of that. Um, I'll tell you next week. But what I want you to know is only a man of valor can get you. Only a man of valor can get you. And that's for the single moms. So for the moms that are married, <laughs> your man of valor found you. Your man of valor found you. And no matter how many children you have, how much weight you packed on, or how much you have to get your face beat. Some days you guys are going to see me with my face beat. And some days you are not going to see me with makeup on. It is just what it is. But you already got your man of valor. He already found you capable and virtuous and he already considers you more precious than rubies. You just have to believe that for yourself. This is going to be mom unfiltered. 
This is season two. I love you. I love you. And I love you, girl. Like we are going to get through this. We have children. We have good days. We have bad days. We have insane days. We have some days where they might be hauling us off in a police car. Hopefully not. (laughs) But we have those days and we're going to get through it. You and me, we're going to get through it. So thank you so much. I can't wait to share more with you. And I have a phenomenal, phenomenal announcement that I'm going to give to you shortly. So take care and I will see you next week. Bye. Thank you for tuning into our program. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and leave us a comment. I can't wait to see you all next week on Mom Unfiltered.